a stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Live Mike. I am Lee Lonsberry. My guest this segment is Willie Ito. He, at eight years old, was relocated from his family or from his home in California and placed in an internment camp here in Utah at Topaz, uh, that near the city of Delta here in the state of Utah. The reason we're talking about this today is that not too long ago, the uh, state of California, uh, by vote of their assembly, has apologized for the state's role in the U.S. internment of Japanese Americans. Uh, So many of the 120,000 Japanese Americans uh, who were interned during World War II uh, called California home. And my guest is one of those individuals. He spent uh, some time at Topaz here in the state of Utah. Uh, Let me ask you, Mr. Ito, before we move on uh, with your personal story, what does it mean to you to hear this news that California lawmakers have, uh, via a vote of the Assembly, apologized for their role in what happened uh, during World War II? Well, I'm sure my uh, community uh, of the Japanese Americans that were in turn were were very much lessening in numbers. And of course, I'm uh, at age 85, and I was Ill, uh, I'm sorry, uh, eight when I was in turn and came out at 11. At that age, I never really realized I'm ramifying of the incarceration. It wasn't until uh, I got back and saw how some of the older people were uh, really suffering because they literally gave things away and they had to um, reestablish themselves. And uh, even even watching my own father, who had lost his business and had to reestablish himself. So, you know, it's a long, it was long overdue, but I'm very grateful that it has happened finally. Outstanding. Uh, you went into the camp at Topaz here in Utah when you were eight years old, and then nine years later you were standing face-to-face with Walt Disney. What, ha- what yes, happened in between? Yes, that, was, that was quite quite an experience. See, when I came back, I, I continued my schooling in, in art, and then I was attending San Francisco City College uh, taking an art course. But at that time, even though my love was for cartooning, I felt all my friends were getting to into substantial areas like the, most of the gals were getting into teaching. Some of my friends were in pre-med and going into engineering and architecture and whatever. And I thought to myself, my gosh, I, I'm going to make a living drawing silly cartoons. Um, <laughs> but my art teacher encouraged me to stick with my goal because when I told him, I thought I might uh, follow a career in medical illustrating he just looked me right in the eye and shook his head and and so 
I did come up down to Los Angeles, started at uh, Chouinard's Art Institute. Fortunately, through my art teacher's recommendation, I was awarded a scholarship. But two weeks later, I was visiting Walt Disney Studio. They looked at my portfolio, and next thing I know, I was hired, and I was working on this film, uh, a little film called Lady in the Tramp. Oh, a little film. <laughs> I'm sorry? I said, oh, just a little film. Yeah, just a little <laughs> film. And, of course, of course, the most uh, irony of it is I was working on the very iconic spaghetti kissing scene. Amazing. So, so it, it was really a, a great start in, into my career. Can I tell you something? Uh, and I don't want to take away from your story at all, but uh, I'm the father of a brand-new little baby. Uh, oh, and I've been. Thank you. Thank you so much. And uh, before even knowing that you and I would be having this conversation, I've been trying to, like, pick music that I think uh, she would enjoy. And uh, if I'm honest, what I have been uh, playing for her and trying to uh, sing a little bit myself as uh, my little baby Piper goes to bed each night are the Peggy Lee songs from uh, Lady and the Tramp. So to know, uh, the, the, to have, have spoken to the hands that drew that iconic scene, uh, I'm all the more grateful for the, the connection. And then, of course, I had a very good career. Well, uh, I think I should mention that when I started, or when I visited the uh, studio for the first time, I felt rather intimidated because here I spent the three years in camp, and I didn't really know how someone of a Japanese uh, background would be accepted in what you might call all-white Hollywood. And so when I went in for my initial interview, a young Japanese fella uh, named Iwo Takamoto uh, was present uh, when I presented my portfolio. And then after my visit, uh, the personnel manager came out and said, well, thanks for coming in. Don't call us. We'll call you. Ooh, I, so I have I been figure, told that okay, before. Well, that's good because I had just started Chenard's, and I figure four years I'll put together a real professional portfolio before I reapply at Disney Studios, you know. And so I really didn't expect to be hired. I just wanted to see the inside of the studio, and and uh, with my student portfolio, it gave me the ticket to. But then the first person I see in person when I step foot on the uh, Disney studio lot is Walt Disney. He steps into the elevator that I'm taking to go up to personnel. He steps in, into the elevator with an associate. They're deeply in conversation. I'm cowering in the back corner of the elevator, and he gives me a polite nod of, um, you know, uh, uh, well, well, anyway, they both turn around and continue their uh, conversation. And now, for the longest four-story uh, 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 elevator ride, <laughs> I'm looking at back of Walt's head, and, and I'm thinking, oh, my God, this is, this is really something else. But, uh, so that was my very first experience uh, seeing Walt Disney in person. But because of the fact that after I was hired, I was still in the rather low echelon, and Walt was involved now with 
Disneyland that was still in the planning stages. So I was there to see Disneyland actually in development. Fascinating. Absolutely fascinating. Uh, let me ask you real quickly, sir. We have just one moment, uh, or one minute rather, left in our conversation. Uh, okay. During the course of your career there uh, as an animator with Disney, what's your proudest moment? Well, I, I think, um, I think my, um, my career to be able to start my career so early uh, in age and then working on such an iconic film. Then after, when I went to work for Chuck Jones at Warner Brothers, I uh, worked on a couple of uh, real classics of his, What's Opera Doc and One Froggy Evening. And those two are very iconic Warner Brothers cartoons. Outstanding. Uh, Mr. Ito, I am so grateful to you for taking the time to speak to us today, uh, and I am grateful to you as well as someone who grew up watching this Lady in the Tramp movie uh, for, for your work on that, and I am so grateful to you for talking about uh, your trying experience as a, as a young boy in a Japanese internment camp here in uh, the state of Utah. I wish you the very best, and again, oh, I'm grateful you. to you I for really your time. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, that's Willie Ito. Spent some time in a, a internment camp here in the state of Utah, Topaz, uh, not long after the attacks on Pearl Harbor. Uh, and he went on to be a very successful am- animator uh, with the Walt Disney Company as well as uh, Warner Brothers. I'm so grateful uh, to him for sharing a little bit of history here on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio.